Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Kestra Dorowski. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And we are once again joined by Brad. Welcome back. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Glad I didn't offend anybody. Uh, <laughs> really excited to be back today. You, you did great. You did great. <laughs> yes. Uh... Yeah, take it away, Kestra. <laughs> Give us the breakdown of this this minute. Today we are covering minute 62, which begins with Grumpy settling into his kettle, kind of. Settling in. <laughs> as much um, as Grumpy settles into anything. Yes. And it ends with Sneezy lying back down onto Dopey's butt. Yep. Which is his pillow. Yeah, he's, he's using Dopey <laughs> as his... As his pillow. There's not much in this minute. It, it, okay, yeah, this is a. It's kind of sparse. I, I mean, at least you didn't have to start with. This minute begins with dwarves snoring and ends with dwarves snoring. <laughs> there's yeah. there's just a whole lot of business that happens, and it's a lot of humor you used to see all the time. And I grew up watching old Three Stooges shorts, and once upon a time you would see just a lot of. Snoring, sleeping humor, and they do all of that in here. Like you know, somebody snores. You know, you have one dwarf in the cabin, and he snores, and as he breathes out, the doors open, and as he breathes in, they snap close. And uh-huh. I also had a. Uh, there also used to be a lot of guy sleeping and acting like a dog, which Dopey does. And you know, let's basic. Dopey is basically. He's a person, but he's basically the the family dog of the dwarves. He, yeah, he's whining, he's sort of chasing a rabbit effect. in his yeah. sleep, and uh, it's it's just like, man, I remember there used to be a lot of that humor in in entertainment, so it was uh, it was sort of a neat throwback. I feel like um, doing kind of like the montage of this sort of thing, it, it reminds me of um, Marx Brothers stuff. In, in like Duck Soup, you might get something like that, where you've got, you know, three people sleeping, and, and you get like this pan from one person to the next person to the next person, getting more and more ridiculous. Um, in their their setup or their snoring or or what's going on while they're asleep, um, it starts off this. It starts off with uh, Grumpy staring around because the dwarfs are snoring and he's yeah, trying he, to go to sleep. He, he spits in the fire and it spits back at him, mm-hmm. and then he he looks around and it goes. It pans over to Bashful, who is asleep in a drawer yeah, with his feet up on another drawer that's open. Yeah, there's some sort of uh, chest of drawers. And he looks so happy and peaceful. He's just like snoring, but like smiling at the same time. And I mean, he's probably one of the most settled in this entire sequence. Um, he doesn't really have anything to worry about. Also, he's in one of the safest positions, I'd yes. say. Um, if he falls, he's only going to fall three Fort. inches. <laughs> So, so that's not too much trouble. I'd say he's he's in good shape. I would, I would like to be in Bashful's situation. Out of all of these, I think. Yeah. And then it pans up to Happy, who's asleep in the cupboard where the stolen dishes were hidden. Yeah. Uh, and he, so he's back to the cupboard, which was one of his things when they were first infiltrating back into their house. Someone said. The the dishes are stole and he's like they're not they ain't stole they're hid in the cupboard, um, and I, I mean Happy's one of my favorite dwarfs anyway, but 
this sequence of him snoring and like the blowing the mm-hmm. blowing the doors open and then sucking them back closed is pretty great and pretty classic. But also his snore is like really quiet on the exhale compared to everyone else's. Like his exhale is just a little whistle. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. But he looks really content and happy. Again, because he's ha- he's happy the dwarf. Uh, but, you know, I would not mind having him as a roommate. Yeah. No, that's a good roommate. I- I've had some terrible roommates. And, uh, you know, happy seems like the one. Uh, you know what? If he's a little late on his rent every month, it's okay. You're just glad that he's there. Yeah. And, you know, and he's, he's going to help out so with loudly stuff. that you're not going to be able to fall asleep like my I, father. I've had, I've had, sorry, roommates. father. I know you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've only told me stories about how badly your father snores. Oh, so my, my growing up, my bedroom was across the hall from my parents' bedroom and I slept on like the opposite end of the bed or of the bedroom and his side of the bed was on the opposite side of his bedroom. And so I could hear him snoring from his side of the bed through the closed doors of his bedroom through my closed doors through like from the hall through the so, hallway. So two rooms and a hallway mm-hmm. and two doors uh-huh. and you could still hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I I can relate. My father is a real bad snore, but also what would be mixed in with the really terrible snoring is my father has sleep apnea. So big uh, big snore, big snore, and then he would stop breathing. Ugh. Which could be disconcerting. And my mom, God bless her, just got used to it. So she would just sort of roll over, elbow him in the back to kickstart him again. <laughs> I, uh, one of my college roommates, uh, he warned me, because we were strangers before, you know, moving into the apartment. He warned me, he was like, by the way, I snore. If if it bugs you in the middle of the night, just like sit up and clap. If not, just throw something at me and I'll roll over and it'll go away. And I don't know how he learned that system. For solving the problem, but it came in handy a couple times. I'd, I'd, you know, check a pillow over to his bed, and and he'd roll over. And then he he always knew nights when he had snored. He's like, "Why do I have an extra pillow? <laughs> What's going? Oh, was last night bad?" <laughs> and he was a good sport about it. But I was like, "How did you learn, like through through your life, that if somebody threw something at you, you'd be okay? You just would would uh, resolve your snoring, but." It worked, so I don't mind that he knew it. Thankfully, my roommate now, which is you, Andrew, <laughs> no snoring. Doesn't like occasionally like a very light, soft like snore that I can only hear because I'm like right next to your face. But it's not like the dwarfs. No, nothing like the dwarfs. I mean, granted, this is all being played for laughs, but we also all know like people that snore. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's not too crazy of a of a gag that they're running yeah. through with the with the dwarfs. No, there's uh, a little bit of relatability. I, I'm, I'm lucky. I never snored. I have, however, talked in my sleep. <laughs> At one point in college, I sat bolt upright, turned to my roommate Eric, who was one of these guys. He took a few years off before he started college. So I was 18. He was 23. And when you're 18, 23 seems like an adult. Yeah, yeah, it seems <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I just sat up, bolt upright, turned, and was like, Eric, you're really old. And went <laughs> back to sleep. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I, yeah, that's really good. I mean, you know, when you're talking in your sleep, it's just all truth. <laughs> At least well, your perception of truth. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but, I, I mean, I have a story, but we don't have to go into it, where my sister said something that's 
definitely not true about pigs flying and dolphins square dancing. I bet you could train dolphins to square dance that. <laughs> uh, I, I'd want to see it. I, I'd Dolph- pay money to see that. Dolphins are really smart. <laughs> um, okay, who do we who do we move to after Happy is in the in the cupboard with the stolen dishes? Goes to Doc, who is in the sink. I hate this one. That one looks terrible and dangerous. Like and you're gonna he's, drown. He's lying on something. I, it, is, I, is, it, is it a sack? It looks like is a burlap a, sack of some I, I kind. No, I can't tell. It's but uh, it's not very detailed. And then there's the the faucet. faucet that is dripping water, and that's a bad move. And it Doc. drips into his mouth, and like you can hear him like gargling the water in his sleep while he's they, snoring. They only do it for like one exhale of gargling. They don't show what happens when he tries to inhale. That's true. And I think that's very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I, the, I'm worried he's about like he it. made it through the night. You don't want to do that over and over. Yeah, but it's it's risky. I would I would sleep the other way. Where my head is away from the faucet. Yeah, that, that I was about to say that. <laughs> well, it's funny. A little earlier, we we're talking about like the cliches that used to be in movies all the time. Like you like this, like the the crazy everyone snoring in a crazy way and it having comical effects. I also remember there used to be a time where there would always be, especially in TV shows, you would have the guy waking up from a late night, waking up in the bathtub. And it would always be like a dripping at his feet from the faucet. And it's like, does anyone actually fall asleep in the bathtub? I once fell asleep on a bathroom floor, but I, I didn't decide to, like, mosey over to the bathtub. Although that might have been cleaner than the floor I crashed on, so. Maybe I'm, I'm the to... one that's a fool. I mean, when I've I... I've slept on floors. Yeah, but... I've slept on floors. When I'm in the bath, like, I might, like, close my eyes and relax into, like... <laughs> but, but you don't, but you don't, don't, you don't do asleep. eight hours of sleep. No. You don't do a good night's sleep in, in the bathtub. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I ever have. But if any of our listeners have... Post it and tell us the story. Mm-hmm. Post it on our Facebook page, Disney the Animation Minute Secret, Secret Essential. Essential Listener Society, or Damsels. Yes, it's hard to remember. It's hard to get through every time. But <laughs> um, okay, so that's that's Doc's situation, and then it goes to Dopey. It goes to Sneezy and Dopey. Sneezy and Dopey. Okay. Who are on a bench? And yes, they got they got the bench that had a pillow originally. Yeah. Which um, I think. Was also originally Sleepy's pillow when they were playing music. I think that's the pillow he was using. Yes. While he played the fish horn. Yes. Yes, you're correct. Um, but and then Dopey starts, uh, as you mentioned, Brad. He starts doing this this running dog thing. This dog chasing something. I think they do kind it of for dream. Pluto in some short, and then I it think reminds they do me it a lot of Lady, Lady of the, the Tramp. Tramp. I think it's in Lady yeah. of the Tramp somewhere, and it sounds like it's something from from Lady of the Tramp. Like he's he sounds, whimpering, and he yeah, sounds, he sounds like very, a puppy. very like sleep, like a sleeping dog. Yeah, and so I think they're definitely playing that one as he's dreaming of being a dog chasing something. And then all Sneezy does is pokes his butt and he stops. yeah he and settles, he, he back, settles back in and smiles and do you think dopey does this all the time oh like, yeah this isn't the first sleep. time they've seen this <laughs> like this is uh yeah it's uh it's nighttime you know three times a week dopey does this who's let's see i'm trying to remember and uh dopey and sneezy are actually adjacent their beds are adjacent in the in in the upstairs i think so it would make sense that that Sneezy is accustomed to it uh, and and ready to to handle it, you know, with a with a 
a pointed poke. <laughs> I don't have them listed. That's weird. But I'm, I believe that when Snow White was saying her prayer, she was at Dopey's bed, and then Sneezy's is the next one over. Awesome. And I couldn't see um, whose was next to that, but uh, Sneezy and Dopey are the only ones who, who stay close together um, yes. in, in the downstairs. Although I suspect um, Bashful and Happy might be close to each other upstairs also. Maybe. Uh, Docs is the one that's, that's, that's by that's itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, well, Sleepy isn't too far from Grumpy yeah. um, as they settle in, but I can't remember the exact bed arrangement. Me either. But yeah, I think, I think uh, they had already established that Sneezy and Dopey were, were close to each other um, for sleeping and Sneezy would be the one who would know how to deal with Dopey in that case. So it's it's consistent. They've they've built a consistent uh, fictional world here. Yeah, they have. Yeah, and it's, it, you know, it, is, it seems funny to say, but you know, thank goodness they put the effort into it because otherwise you just have four sort of, I mean, four, seven characters who just sort of look alike, and with if there's no good differentiation, but they do such a great job of really sort of in, in just little moments they encapsulate the character. You know, Happy's always happy in every little thing he does. Dopey is always has the essence of dopiness, even the way he sleeps, or, or the way he doesn't, like, move when his his butt's fluffed like a pillow so some, another dwarf can sleep on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am, I'm a little sad that they didn't have any sneezy gag in this minute. Like, there's, there's no sneezing to speak of, which is odd, but I guess they make his gag taking care of Dopey. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if the, the whole sneezy gag is the, the the destruction that occurs with every sneeze, so they would have to almost reset the scene after that happens. It would have to be almost like the last moment where all the dwarves go through their, their little snoring bits and then sneezy sneezes. Everyone gets like thro- blown across the room and they have to get, get back to sleep. And I guess they just didn't want to have that extra business in the movie. Yeah, and I, I think that's fair. Like They've already established pretty thoroughly sneezy's gags. Um, okay. So I'm okay with them yeah. having a settled one here. Yeah. Um, and then I. And then thi- that's the end of the. Yeah, minute. it wraps up on Dopey and Sneezy mm-hmm. uh, in this minute. Um, it's kind of, it, like it's it's another weird dwarf minute where it's hard to really do a lot of in depth discussion. Um, we've we've talked about this before that doing a comedy is tricky. Like comedy sequences are tricky to do in these minute by minute things because when you dig into it it's like well it stops being funny and you know then it's hard to make jokes from things that were jokes yeah um also doing animated minutes because every single element you know was handcrafted there's not a lot of extraneous stuff to find you know there's not you know somebody left something on the set or or any set stories because everything was programmed it's not it's not natural right yeah, that's something we we just talked about on Minute of Darkness, where we have this one, you know, the people who are familiar with the movie Army of Darkness, it's a weird movie where there's some almost horror elements and a lot of action-adventure elements, and then there's some real comedy stuff. And when we talk about the action stuff or the scary stuff, we are able to really dig in. But when it comes to having a one-minute period where it's all a joke, you, you don't really want to keep telling the joke or examining the joke in detail because it just sucks the life out of it. Yeah. 
I, so. And so, like, sequences like this, it's it's tricky. And it's like, I guess, I, I mean, it, it leads to a short episode sometimes. Yeah. Now, the only thing I, you know, I can find just find interesting is, like, there's a historical perspective where, and I would love there someone to do an examination of every decade, what is the jokes that they keep going into? And I would say probably for the last 10 years, everything's a joke about texting. And the people walking into walls while they're texting or the whole world going on around them while they're texting. And then they look up and everything's boring. And they look back down and all of a sudden there's craziness or a pretty girl trying to get to get someone's attention or something like that. And, you know, probably when I was younger in the 80s, every comedy had like an airport and how ridiculous airports were. And, you know, but going back to this time, it seemed like in the the 30s through 50s. There was so much, uh, you know, crazy sleeping humor for some reason, and you don't see that too often any longer. Yeah, I'd say it's much less common, uh, but it was definitely like it definitely was an element that you would see over and over and over again. Uh, that it- would be an interesting breakdown to to you know take it and watch the transitions about these kind of consistent gags. Yeah. In in otherwise basically unrelated films right right but uh you know it's fun so it's always fun and again i i love seeing they're able to sort of pull together some jokes sleeping jokes that still fit with the characters and it shows a, a, a an artistic uh consistency throughout and it's easy to forget even though it's a silly cartoon in a lot of ways they knew what they were doing and they treated these characters seriously even though they're ridiculous yeah, they they definitely knew what they were doing. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, but I'm all out of notes. Me too. All right, then I think we might as well uh, close it out for today. Yep. Uh, Brad, if people need more of you, where do they go? Uh, please uh, check us out on CosmicGeppetto.com. Uh, that's where you can find out about our, uh, our flagship show, the Cosmic Geppetto Podcast, and also about Minute of Darkness, where we talk about Army of Darkness, and you can... You can also follow us on Twitter at Men of Darkness. And uh, if you follow us on Twitter, we'll follow you back. And as for us, you can find us on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels. You'll find you know a community of people listening to the show and, and making comments or posting links. And you can also share us with your friends or family that love Disney. We bet you know someone. And sharing us would be the best way to, to support us. Getting us a few more listeners is fantastic. We love seeing that there's more people listening to the show. It makes us really happy yes. to know that, <laughs> that there's people out there who are like, oh, well, what's, what's this thing? So please uh, share us with your friends and family. And we're you know starting to get close to the end of this, this film. And we're going to keep going. So you want to get them in early so they don't have too much back catalog to, to get through. <laughs> uh, get, them, get them while they're while they're fresh but most importantly please uh, join us again tomorrow for more of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs until then just whistle while you work you